What is up, everyone? Welcome back. Welcome back to the Giants Nation podcast once again. Um, guys, uh, I got another update. Uh, and this one has to do with Daniel Jones. Um, um, someone um, on fan sided, Abralio Perez, once again. He was saying that the Giants putting Daniel Jones on the non-exclusive franchise tag would be perfect. And he's right. And it shouldn't be a surprise because, you know, when you look at, you know, when you look at everything going on, you know, so far between Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley and Joe Shane and Brian Dayball and the entire front office for the Giants, you know, it, you know, you, you, you gotta ask yourself, like, if you, like, if, Put yourself in any general manager's shoes, and you gotta, you, you don't accept, you you decline a player's fifth year option because of his four year resume, because you have no faith whatsoever that this guy can take a big leap, you know, when he doesn't have an offensive line, especially that this guy's been turning the ball over a lot, he, you know. And he's playing in a new system, playing with a new offensive coordinator. You have no faith in this guy because he hasn't proven even he hasn't proven that he deserves to be a franchise quarterback. You know, like if you're gonna give any player the benefit of the doubt that hey, I was wrong about you. I didn't know you were this good. I declined your fifth-year option because I didn't have any faith in you because look what you did for the past four years. You didn't do nothing, but I forgot about I forgot something. I, I totally forgot, even though this is my first year as a GM. I didn't know you didn't have an offensive line. I didn't know you. I thought all, I thought, all, I thought all the people that, that came in this, um, that came into MetLife Stadium, I thought they gave you everything you needed. I thought they gave you the offensive line you needed. You know, the, the receivers, I thought you got, I, you know, you got a running back when healthy is one of the best running backs in the NFL. You know, I thought you had, I thought, I thought you had all that. And that's why I didn't accept your fifth year option because I thought you were going to redo the same thing you've been doing for the past four years. You know, I don't hate you, kid, but you gotta, you, you gotta make me, make me want to like you. I wanna, I wanna keep you long term because, you know, because that's, you know, any, like, I'm, I feel like, you know, this is from my own saying. I look at every quarterback differently, but I feel like every quarterback is successful differently. You know, I feel like every quarterback can succeed in a different way. You know, Daniel Jones, no, he's not Patrick Mahomes. He's not Josh Allen. You know, he's not, even though even though I compare Josh Allen to Daniel Jones, they're not the same quarterback because they both are successful in different ways when you talk about quarterbacks. Because quarterbacks now are much more talented than the quarterbacks back then. Because quarterbacks back then couldn't do what quarterbacks nowadays can do. You 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 would never see Peyton Manning, you know, do what you would never see Peyton Manning do the things that Lamar Jackson Lamar Jackson does 
Oh no, Joe Burrow does. And a lot of people compare Joe Burrow to Peyton Manning because Joe Burrow, he moves, he's very active in the pocket because he's, and he can throw the ball as good as any other quarterback can. But one thing Peyton Manning has never done, and this is something Joe Burrow has done in the playoffs, is show up, you know, making plays with his legs. You know, we haven't, we never saw that from Peyton Manning. You know, we haven't, we never saw that from Tom Brady. I think the only, I think the only quarterback from that, from Peyton Manning's era that we've seen use his legs a lot was Aaron Rodgers. You know, Michael Vick, you know, guys like quarterbacks like that, you know? So no, Daniel Jones, he, he, he's never going to be, there's no chance in hell Daniel Jones will ever be a Patrick Mahomes or a Josh Allen or Joe Burrow, but Daniel Jones is talented, and we gotta take that. We gotta take that into consideration. Okay, we we don't have we don't have an Eli Manning be like. We don't have the copy version of Eli Manning. We have the we have a copy version of Colin Kaepernick. We have a copy version of Josh Allen. We have a guy who can make plays. Who can? I mean, five game winning drives. That's pretty impressive. You know, especially with a bad offense. Daniel Jones can he can do all that. You know, so I'm look at. I get where Braulio's coming from. We're not gonna put the. We're not gonna give you the non. We're not gonna give you the non-exclusive franchise tag, just because we don't believe in you. We're doing it because we want you to get better. Because no player in the NFL is going to succeed by themselves. You got. You guys heard me talk about this like uh, 20 minutes ago. No quarterback. You could give me the greatest quarterback. You can. You could give me the greatest quarterback of all. You can give me Tom Brady, who is who right now is the best quarterback in the in the history of the NFL. Seven. He's a seven-time Super Bowl champion. You know, Tom Brady. There's no way in hell you can say that Tom Brady would succeed if he didn't have a great supporting cast, especially a 40-year-old man. No, Tom Brady would not because Tom Brady. He's not superhuman. Tom Brady, he he's not flash. He's not going to be able to zoom through the defenders. You know, Tom Brady is human, just like me, just like you, just like every other person in this world. No quarterback is superhuman. No quarterback can play. You, you could give me Patrick Mahomes. Patrick, as, as great as Patrick Mahomes will be, and he is, and I still think Patrick Mahomes is far from his prime. Patrick Mahomes, as great as he is, he will not succeed without without a good offensive line. Patrick Mahomes would not would not succeed if he didn't have a Travis Kelsey or any of the players he has. Either that's Juju Smith-Schuster or Kadarius Tony, former Giants player. No quarterback would succeed without talent around him, or in other words, a supporting cast. Look at the closer we get to the franchise tag deadline, the more likely it seems that the Giants will end up going that route with quarterback Daniel Jones. Danny Dimes is looking to get the most amount of dough from the G-Men possible, but his camp reportedly wanting $45 million a year is out of the question. You know, Thanks to the former, you know, thanks to former NFL quarterback Brady Quinn, we have a bit more understanding as to why what the Giants may end up doing with this guy will be a consistent move among NFL teams moving forward. 
you know, you know, Brady Quinn was saying, he was saying, he was uh, saying, he said that the Giants, he said what the Giants are going to do with the non-exclusive, with the non-exclusive franchise tag on Daniel Jones is going to be common, is going to be commonplace with a lot of teams who don't pick up the fifth year option on the young players. It's smart, you know, and it, it, it really is, you know, and here's why. The non-exclusive franchise tag makes the most sense for Daniel Jones. You know why? Because there are two different kinds of franchise tags. The exclusive one or the non-exclusive one. And the, non-ex- and the non-exclusive one. With the latter, it would result the Giants paying Daniel Jones $32.4 million for the 2023 campaign. The only downside of that is that the way the tag is structured it would result in it, it would it would result in a 32.4 million dollar cap hit as well. That's going to make things difficult for Joe Shane to add weapons for the offense and defense, no doubt. However, it's totally up in the air if Saquon Barkley will be back too, as Joe Shane and his reps aren't getting close on negotiations either. There's you know there's a I feel like there's a strong feeling that Barkley could end up hitting free agency instead of returning to East Rutherford, you know, which stings a lot, you know, but look at the Giants are clearly making Daniel Jones a priority over Barkley, you know, because it's simple. We're in a quarterback's league, you know, as they don't, they don't want, look at, they don't want to overpay for, they don't want to pay for number 26 or use the franchise tag on him. If Barkley does become a free agent, it's plenty of teams, including the Bills and the Ravens, will surely try and connect with him as soon as possible. As for Daniel Jones, the dream scenario would be uh, him signing a long-term deal and avoiding the tag. But if he's asking for so much money, then it just feels like it's not going to happen. The non-exclusive franchise tag probably isn't something Jones would like for the next campaign, but it could turn out to be the best decision available for for Joe Shane and the front office. So that's all I'm saying, you know. But you know, we're gonna have to see what happens. But that's all. That's all I gotta say about that. Um, and yeah, guys, let me know how how do you guys felt about this. Uh, um, felt about my, uh, my entire opinion on this entire, uh, update. Um, yeah, guys, that's the only thing I, that's the only thing I, uh, have to say about that. I'll, like I said, I'll keep, I'll keep, I'll keep you guys updated for more news about Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. But until then, guys, I'm out. Peace.